seriously popular. Have you ever felt like escaping to your own desert island? Jane Gaskin did exactly that, trading in the family home to begin a new life in the tropics. But she soon discovers that paradise has its secrets. I'm Alice Levine, and this is The Price of Paradise, the island dream that ends in kidnap, corruption, and murder. Wish you were here? Follow The Price of Paradise now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yesterday, 12th January 2022, Gardaí from Tullamore Garda Station attended to an incident following a call from a member of the public. It is every woman's worst nightmare. Whoever is responsible for this will face the full rigours of the law. From the team that brought you the trial of Lucy Letby, this is the trial, Ashley Murphy. In January 2022, Ashlyn Murphy had just started her career as a primary school teacher in Tullamore in County Offaly. She dreamt of one day building her own home with her partner Ryan. They'd been together for almost six years. She had her whole life ahead of her. Ashlyn was also an accomplished musician, so devoted to her fiddle that she never had to be told to practice. She was never happier than when she was playing with her sister Amy. That all changed on January the 12th. Ashlyn left Duro National School at the end of the day and went for a jog along Grand Canal Way, something she'd done so many times before. But this time, on her run, she was killed. Her funeral was attended by thousands and many more attended vigils for her across the world. The tributes were heartbreaking. This was just one. She had integrity. She was honest. She was trustworthy. She was quirky and a little bit cheeky sometimes, with the loveliest smile. She had this beautiful, twinkly smile. Joseph Pushka is now on trial in Dublin, accused of her murder. He denies the charges against him. I'm Nicola Byrne, Deputy News Editor for The Mail on Sunday in Ireland. I'll be in court every day reporting on the trial as it happens. And I'm broadcaster and journalist Caroline Cheatham. Together, we'll examine what's happened in court and bring you the details behind the headlines. This is The Trial, Ashlyn Murphy. Welcome to episode one, I am the murderer. (laughs) 
We bring you the first episode of this podcast standing outside Dublin Central Criminal Court. And that's because at 11 o'clock this morning, in a packed Court 13, this trial got underway. The death of Ashlyn Murphy, a young woman just starting out in life, rocked not just the community in Tullamore, in County Offaly, about 90 minutes from where we're standing now, but across the world. Nicola, you've been covering this patch for a long time. Just give us a bit of a sense of the geography. Yes, Caroline, Tullamore is about 100 kilometres from Dublin. That's just over 60 miles for our listeners in England. The Grand Canal runs through the town connecting Dublin and the River Shannon and it was on the banks of the canal that Ashley was killed as she went out for a jog after a day teaching. What we heard today as this trial got underway is that she was allegedly murdered, brutally stabbed 11 times in the neck and the man the prosecution says is responsible is 33-year-old Joseph Pushka, a father of five from Slovakia. He denies the charge and for the next four weeks we'll be covering his trial. So we're going to head back into the studio now to bring you the details of what we heard in court today. So I think we need to start, Nicola, with the key moments of today. And what we found out was that Ashlyn Murphy was allegedly stabbed 11 times in the neck. And that was shortly after she left school where she was a teacher. We also heard that two days after the alleged killing, Joseph Pushka confessed to her murder at St. James's Hospital in Dublin. He told the Guardi, I did it. I'm the murderer. We were also told that after Ashlyn died, she had DNA under her fingernails and the chances of that DNA belonging to anyone other than Joseph Pushka were 14,000 to one. So Nicola, just to take a step back, yesterday the jury of six men and three women were finally sworn in and the first thing they were told by the judge was that they must base their decisions on the evidence they hear in the courtroom. Yes, it took over an hour to swear the jury in late yesterday and they were told by Mr Justice Tony Hunt this morning that they are now in charge. He told them, you're here on behalf of the rest of the community. You bring community wisdom, community knowledge and community common sense to do the job of adjudication in this case. And today, just before the opening statement from Senior Counsel Prosecutor Anne-Marie Lawler, the defendant was brought into the dock where he sat beside an interpreter. Now, this is an open dock, which is different to the docks we often see in major trials in England, where it tends to be a closed glass dock. But here in Dublin, it's an open dock. And the family of Ashlyn were sitting in benches in the main body of the court. And that's just to the side of him. So, Nicola, the court was full. So just walk us through who was there. Her partner, Ryan, her mum, Kathleen, her dad, Raymond, her sister, Amy, and her brother, Cahill. But the court was also packed with wider family members, members of the public as well, standing at the back, and, of course, journalists. I don't think I've ever seen a court so full that people were standing at the back of the room actually it was it was unusual to see that but when miss lawler opened her case in front of this packed courtroom she said that the jury weren't going to hear anything about ashlyn murphy really who she was and how she lived her life yes that's right caroline she stressed this trial was a cold clinical dispassionate assessment of the evidence 
And what she told the jury was that Ashlyn had left her job at school for the day on January the 12th last year and was heading to the nearby Grand Canal to do some exercise. We're not sure whether she was having a jog or whether she was walking. But when she was along that canal path, she was allegedly attacked and stabbed, as we said, 11 times in the right side of her neck. Two witnesses were also walking along the canal path at that time, Caroline, and they will say when they come to give evidence that they saw a lone assailant there. That assailant, the court heard, was Joseph Pushka, a Slovakian national who lived about six kilometres from Tullamore. He had been in Ireland since at least 2012, we heard. After the attack, Miss Lawler said he left his bright green Falcon Storm bicycle next to Ashley's body and he ran off through the brambles. And this bicycle, Nicola, was really significant today and it will be significant throughout this trial because the court was also told that in the hours before Ashlyn's alleged murder, Joseph Pushka was seen aimlessly meandering through Tullamore. In fact, the jury heard that over 25,000 hours of CCTV had been trawled by the police as part of this investigation. And on that CCTV, Joseph Pushka can be seen following two separate women before Ashlyn is allegedly attacked. Now, Miss Lawler said that one of the women turned into a shop, at which point Joseph Pushka appeared to do a U-turn and shortly afterwards he started to follow another woman. She said the first woman he was following was blissfully unaware that she was being followed, but 20 minutes later another woman became aware of a man cycling slowly behind her and staring at her. And we heard that she'll be giving evidence to the court at some point in this trial. And Miss Lawler said that she will say when she comes and gives her evidence that she saw the same man at the canal at 17 minutes past two. And Caroline, she also said it was just over an hour later at about half past three on the same path when he struck, stabbing Ashley in the neck. He then scrambled through the brambles to escape. Yeah, and she also said that a week later on January the 18th, when Joseph Pushka was arrested, the exposed parts of his body, she said, were covered in cuts and scratches. Now we're taking a quick break now, but when we come back, we'll explain how and when Joseph Pushka allegedly admitted the murder. Have you ever felt like escaping to your own desert island? Jane Gaskin did exactly that, trading in the family home to begin a new life in the tropics. But she soon discovers that paradise has its secrets. I'm Alice Levine, and this is The Price of Paradise. The island dream that ends in kidnap, corruption, and murder. Wish you were here? Follow The Price of Paradise now, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. So Nicola, we know that Miss Lawler said that CCTV is going to be significant in this case. And she outlined some of that today in particular. Now she focused on what she said were the movements of Joseph Pushka after the alleged attack on January the 12th. So what we heard, Caroline, was that at five to nine that evening, he was again picked up on CCTV in Tullamore and then again in the early hours of the 13th of January. But this time he was arriving at an address in the Crumlin area of Dublin, a place called Armagh Road. And that was the home of his parents. He's seen walking freely and easily into the house. Now, she said the next CCTV is from the next morning. Now, that's the day after Ashton was killed. And this time, a member of Dublin Ambulance is seen at the house and Joseph Pushka appears to be injured and he's been taken by ambulance to hospital. Yes, the jury was told that when he arrived at St. James's Hospital, he told staff he'd been stabbed in an attack in Blanchardstown, Caroline. And as it happened, there had been a stabbing incident in Blanchardstown around that same time. So two guardy were sent to interview him and one of the detectives noticed scratches on his hands, which he then went on to photograph. Now, Miss Lawler told the jury that officers at Tullamore were then told about Joseph Pushka and these scratches that were on his hands. And they then arrived to speak with him twice on the 14th. The first time they asked him about the alleged stabbing in Blanchardstown, he told them he'd come up from Tullamore, got a lift to Euston Station, got a taxi to Blanchardstown, and he said he was going to meet a woman, but he didn't give her name. He was allegedly then asked whether he had a bicycle, and he said he did, but he hadn't had it for the past two weeks. But one of the detective sergeants returned to the ward at about 6.20 that evening, Caroline. And it's during this exchange that Miss Lawler told the court he confessed by saying, I did it. I'm the murderer. I didn't do it intentionally. And I'm sorry. Then another guarder entered the room and told him clearly that he didn't have to talk. But he continued to speak, we heard. And he asked, would his family be safe? Would the family of Ashley Murphy seek revenge? He said he had a family and he said he had five children. He said, I'm sorry, I see girl. I never see before. I have knife I use for chain. When she pass, I cut her. I cut her neck. She panic, I panic. Will I go for 10 years? And crucially, Caroline, Miss Laura said it wasn't yet in the public domain at that point how Ashleen had died. So finally, Nicola, we also heard that DNA will play a big part in this case. Miss Lawler told the jury that DNA samples were taken from Joseph Pushka and when these samples were compared with the DNA found underneath Ashleen's fingernails, they matched. In fact, she said the chances of the DNA belonging to anyone else was one in 14,000. 
that's almost it for episode one. But just before we do sign off, Nicola, this afternoon in court, the jury was given details of a pink bobble hat and a pair of blue Nike running trainers, which police found on the canal path. Yes, that's right. Ashling's mother, Kathleen, broke down in tears as the evidence was viewed in court. A detective had also photographed a bloodstained stick and brambles within the same area in heavy undergrowth. OK, on Friday, we'll bring you more details of the case. And Nicola, you'll be in court throughout the week to follow all the evidence. Yes, I'll be bringing you up to date on everything then. OK, see you then. series Everything I Know About Me is back for a brand new season and this time our guest needs no introduction. But here's one anyway. Hi, I'm Gemma Collins and this is everything I know about me. If you think you know all about Gemma Collins, think again. Because this is the GC as you've never heard her before. It's been exhausting. Unashamed. And I was really heartbroken because I was pregnant and he was having an affair. Unfiltered. I have had an operation as well years ago. I have a designer vagina. Yeah, baby. I don't have camel toe. Unbelievable. And then they advised me, you need to have a termination. And, uh, yeah, I remember that being really stressful. Everything I Know About Me with Gemma Collins is out this Thursday wherever you get your podcasts.